0: Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. Today I'm delighted to be talking to Jen Van Oeflen, who is who has a huge passion for serving and minding others through her work as an NLP practitioner and a life and workplace coach at JVU Coaching. So, Jen, thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: Thanks so much, Brian, for having me.
0: Thanks, Jen. And Jen, can you start off just by telling me a bit about yourself, please?
1: Yeah, of course. No problem. So as you mentioned there, my name is Jennifer van Uffelen, but you can um, just refer to me as Jen. That might be easier. And I came to Ireland over four years ago now. I just came on a little trip and then realized that I really loved it here. It's an amazing country and and the nature is great. So I suppose it's the energy to it that really got me to stay. And I'm settled down now uh, for a while. I completed um, a qualification in life and workplace coaching over three years ago now. And I've been coaching for a considerable amount of time, but I just recently launched my business, JVU Coaching. And I provide some elements of NLP Practitioning, um, some neuro-wellness and mindfulness as well. So I'm very excited to, to see where it leads me. And I work with people on a one-on-one basis. And also I'm a facilitator. So I also do workshops for, for groups. Um, so that's me in a nutshell.
0: Okay, wow, that's an amazing toolkit, Jen. And let's say diving deeper into how you mind others, kind of day to day, how you, let's say how you start off with a client coming to you for life and workplace coaching.
1: Yeah, sure. So I think in in general, A big part of minding others is minding myself as well. So just making sure that I walk the talk and I have the the right tools to help others. And how I help others with coaching is the powerful element in it is being present. So just being there for people and showing up and just I think enabling others to be themselves completely and just be honest and truthful to themselves. So in a coaching session, I would guide them uh, through a set of questions. So it's not about me being the expert of their life and giving advice on how to move forward. It's seeing the potential in the person. So knowing when someone comes to me, their whole as a person. They have all the tools and the resources to make their life complete. It's just about being a guide in that process to bring that to life. So, asking them questions really open up what are the um, obstacles that, that they're facing? What are the uh, goals that they want to reach in, in their life, maybe in their career or in their personal life? And what are the things that are holding them back? So really digging deep into the barriers that show up and the boundaries that people place on themselves. And maybe is there some kind of trauma behind that or is there assumptions or just you know things keeping them back from achieving what they want to achieve. And really through listening and picking up where the energy shifts in the person, just guiding, guiding that mind shift into a place where they feel confident with themselves. And usually they know what they want, but it's more about trusting themselves that they have the ability to get there because it's their own life. So it's really just getting people to see the potential in themselves to uh, live their live their life to the fullest and not just live their life the way they feel that others want to see it, or by by things that they put on themselves, by what their surroundings are are telling them, but really listening to their own inner voice as to what is true for them, what makes them happy, what brings them to life, what brings them joy, and how do they want to um, move forward day by day? What are the things that enable them, and what brings wellness into their life, so really Taking apart um, their habits as well and looking at what is supporting them and what is blocking them from moving forward and just focusing more on what are the positives, what are the successes that they have achieved, you know, where is the potential in their life and what are the, the habits that they want to build in to really build that up and, and make that into a complete process.
0: Okay, wow, that sounds fascinating. And Jen, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that people come, you know, I suppose we all have different challenges and stresses in life, but what would you say are the, big, are the most common challenges that people have?
1: Yeah, that's a good question because I, I think the biggest challenge is people's own beliefs. So often it's not really other people um, telling them what they can't do or or what they're not able to do. It's more themselves. So I think the biggest challenge is changing that inner voice and just um, looking at what, what are the things that they say about themselves. You know, where is that inner critic coming up? And where is that negative voice um, that gives advice that's that's not really useful? So it's really just dipping into themselves and connecting to the body. So I think one of the things that comes up a lot is just helping people to really connect to themselves and get them out of their heads and more into their into their bodies, into their heart and listening to themselves rather than trying to think their way out of it. So I think a lot of people when they are facing um, maybe a big decision or you know a, a challenge in their life, they're trying to think their way out of the thoughts and by thinking more and more it just becomes a bit of a rat race upstairs and it's just to silence those thoughts and trying to connect to their breath connect to themselves listening to the emotions and and feelings that are coming up and then get back to the thoughts and find clarity in that so That's, I think, the the biggest uh, challenge people people face is having that confidence in themselves that they can find the answers to move forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Jen, I find with clients, that inner critic, I had an image there, you know, a a car stuck in the mud and uh, the wheel is spinning and spinning and spinning and it's getting nowhere you know, so it's like, that's what it can feel like. It's, It's that kind of, you know, that spinning, that kind of feeling of being stuck and that inner critic, which we know now comes from childhood and it's not even your voice. It's so, it's, it's, you know, usually a caregiver or someone that, you know, like you spend time with as a kid. So it's to really look at that inner voice and to question it, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly it, is to question that voice and, to become aware of as well of, of your thoughts that you're having. So I think everyone can, can have a bad day and think, oh, all these goals that I've set, I've been taking so many action steps. But, you know, today, all of a sudden, for some reason, it feels really overwhelming. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be successful. Maybe I don't have it in me. Maybe I can't do this. And it's in those moments, becoming aware of what are the thoughts that you're having what are you actually saying to yourself and just reading the thoughts as an observer rather than engaging with them. So knowing that it's just thoughts, it's just emotions, you know, they come and they fade. So the more we feed them, the more they come alive. So it's about observing those thoughts are there and that's completely fine. You know, observing that maybe there is worry and anxiety and we're not feeling really well, that's completely fine just observing it being aware that it's there and just parking it for the minute and maybe checking in you know later on when we're feeling better checking back in with that topic you know the decision we need to make or the challenge we're facing or the um the work we need to get done just do that when when we're actually feeling better with ourselves and then thinking about it because as soon as we drop into that anxiety we're not really thinking straight anyway. You know, it's it's um, chemically not really possible. So it's just about becoming an observer of ourselves. And I think mindfulness really helps with that where you start to observe your thoughts, your emotions, um, you know, your physical sensations and just seeing where do they link up and what are actually the things that I want to be engaging with. What are the thoughts that I want to feed? What are the feelings I want to feel? Just becoming more aware and just by by habit, really feeding that um, positive voice that really is positive about ourselves and and that knows our our inner self. Because it's like you said, you know, when when that inner critic is coming up, just maybe asking, who is saying this? You know, is this my opinion? do I want it to be my opinion? Because you're always allowed to change it whenever you want, because it's your life, it's your thoughts, it's your feelings. So you're allowed to change whatever you want to change.
0: Yeah, you, you get to pick, the you know, like what, your thoughts. I suppose that's the one good thing about thoughts is you can choose them.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Absolutely. And Jen, thank you so much for sharing that with me. And let's say um, in mindfulness, like you, you use mindfulness with your clients. How how do you kind of, you know, let's say introduce mindfulness into your sessions?
1: Yeah, I think with, with clients in coaching sessions, it does come up just in a natural way where you you get them to be an observer of their thoughts because when you're in a coaching session. You're questioning the person. You're not really um, challenging them in a critical way. There's no judgment at all. And I think that's the power in it is that you're really creating a non-judgmental space for people where you hold them completely with all their thoughts and their emotions. And when you ask, you just challenge their thinking in a more helpful way, in a more healthy way. So when, when that comes up, you're kind of automatically dropping into, you know, connect with with your body. How does that make you feel? You know, where do you feel that in your body? So that's, I suppose, how how it comes up in in coaching sessions, and where I feel that that link is really strong. And I do hold um, some mindfulness sessions in the mornings as well. So I think in in the future, it's definitely something that I want to bring more into a concept because I think mindfulness on its own can be really powerful as well. It just gives people the tools to become observers of themselves and to really build a practice. And I think that's the most important thing. It's what I feel um, really helps me is where, um, I'm, I'm sure you heard of habit stacking where you just start with one habit that's, um, you know, that you do every day. So let's say you brush your teeth in the morning and then you can maybe build on that and, and say, OK, before I brush my teeth, I do a bit of journaling. Just giving examples now. But for myself, I've really um, built that in where in the morning I either exercise or I do yoga Um, You know, I check in with myself and it's having the structure in place. And I think it's by um, joining in on, on sessions, there's that accountability. So when people would join me for a mindfulness session, you know, obviously we're in a space together and it makes it sometimes easier to check in with yourself because you have that accountability from your surroundings, from someone who is hosting, but also the people in the group. And and that's, I suppose, where coaching comes in. It's that accountability to become accountable for yourself. So it's not about having a relationship that's codependent. It's about building that relationship with the person for the person to really build that relationship with themselves so they can implement the tools that are helpful so they can move forward in their own lives. And just you know build build on those habits maybe start with something really small where they could write down what they feel in the morning i like to use the wheel of emotions where you know there's words there that you can start to um resonate with and see what what are actually the emotions that are going on so really building on small things adding elements to it so that you can find more power In yourself to be accountable and and hold your habits as well because it can be really challenging life can get in the way so you want to make it easy for yourself it doesn't have to be the whole big um schedule change where it's really strict every day and you do this from 6am in the morning and you do this in the evening it's just starting by one really positive habit And building on that and just adding small elements to it to become more aware in your life and just to bring more of the positive wellness in your life that will enable you to be more successful in all areas as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Jen, that is beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing that with me about how you mind others. And can you tell me now how you mind you?
1: yeah so i think i touched on on a few bits there um one of the things that's really important for me and i touched on it myself as well but i i would be the type of person that would have lived a lot in my head as well so there's a lot of thoughts running and a lot of overthinking so i could be quite and think oh i should have done this i should have said that Um, So for me, it's really about getting into my body more and getting out of my head. So yoga really helps me. I think it really um, just keeps me in tune with um, just observing my my body more. And I think over the the years, I see the practice progresses and I accept more where, where I am in this moment. So I think it's finding those things where I don't need to be perfect at something. It's more about the practice, how I'm observing myself. Um, I do some high intensity exercise as well. So I interchange it during the week. But exercise is really crucial for me to just be, be productive in the week. And just to regulate my emotions as well. I love walking. I think I would recommend everyone to just walk every day. Um, I could walk for ages. I'm that one person that would always say if it's five kilometers on the on the map, you know, we can walk there. We don't need to take a car. But it does really have so much effect on your well-being. Like research shows that it really reduces depression. Um, and when I have to think through something, Even when you walk and talk with someone, you realize that as you're walking, you're moving. So in that movement, it's like your thoughts fall into place as well. So that's really helpful. And then I use um, mindfulness practice as well. So just um, really observe my, my own thoughts, my emotions and work a lot on beliefs so when I feel that I'm anxious about something I'm just checking in with myself to see you know what's behind that um is is there something that I want to tweak and change and then I think it's just to find what's um what's enjoyable being in the in the nature is just so so soothing like it really just brings everything down to um just the base level where everything is fine and you know that um, you're only a small small dot on this on this planet which can which can feel really powerful as well. So I think even in in the summertime now living close to the sea, you know, going for, for sea dips, really um, dropping into nature so that when you're on a laptop and you're um, you know work, working away in, in maybe a less natural way, You have that energy to bring to it and you have a shift of mindset as well. And you just have, um, yeah, a more balanced self to bring to any work that you have to do.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Jen, thank you again so much for sharing that with me. And where can people find you, Jen?
1: Yeah, you're so, so welcome, Brian. So you can find me. um, I have a link tree. So if you just look for Jennifer Van Uffelen, you will um, find me on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, so any social media, really. And you can also email me on jennifer at coaching.com.
0: Jennifer at jvucoaching.com. Perfect. Well, Jen, thank you so much for sharing with me how you mind others and how you mind you and all those amazing tips and all that amazing advice about you know your coaching and mindfulness and best of luck with everything that you do in the future
1: thanks so much Brian and best of luck to you as well I'm sure we will cross paths again
0: thanks Jen thank you so much for listening to mind you I hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care. Please like, subscribe and follow Mind You Podcast wherever you listen to it. And please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world. You can find me and Mind You at brianbarneswellbeing.com and remember to Mind You.